July 1, our haircutter holiday. Raise your haircut prices day in the USA. It's a big conversation. I'm always having little pieces of that big conversation. And today on the podcast, we're going to talk about a few of those pieces. Thank you for being here. Welcome in to another episode of the BA $100,000 Haircutter Podcast. I'm Ivan Zoot, and I am very happy to have you here for this season number nine, episode number three, as we continue the conversation that is the $100,000 Haircutter Podcast. As you know, July 1 is our haircutter holiday. Raise your haircut prices day in the USA. I created this holiday. I created this holiday. Yeah, you can create a holiday. I created this holiday about 13 years ago, and it's designed to serve a variety of purposes. Number one, it gives us a focal point, and it gives us a point around which we rally and we engage in learning, conversation sharing, and confidence building. Now, I don't necessarily believe everyone should go up on July 1. I think if you want a date to go up, if you want to do a calendar-based price increase, July 1's the best day to do it. But I think any day is a good day to raise your haircut price. It's all about what your numbers tell you. It's all about analyzing the data and the statistics. And we'll talk more on that in a bit. But more importantly, I want beauty and barber professionals to be comfortable with haircut pricing conversations, to be comfortable with when and how to go up and to do it with confidence and to do it professionally. So what I want to do today is I want to share some greatest hits because many of you may know, and if you don't, now you do, in the month of June leading up to July 1, Raise Your Haircut Prices Day in the USA, I talk about price increasing on social media every single day. I commit to some type of content. Um, I started TikTok presentations or videos this year. I've always been doing Instagram videos. There's content on Facebook. There's YouTube videos. You name it. But there's something every day as we explore the large conversation that is price increases. But what I wanted to do today in the podcast is touch on a couple of key points. And we'll break them into segments here as we do on the podcast, kind of break things up a little bit. And here in segment one, I've got two things I want to share. Number one is the idea that when you are raising your haircut price is probably one of the best times to assess your service menu. It's a great time to add or drop services. Take a look at the things you offer. Ask yourself, is everything that I'm offering being purchased? Do I have things on there that are not popular that maybe need to be tweaked? Maybe the service is wrong, the offering is wrong, the name could be wrong, or the price could be wrong. Is there something I offer that I'm just not leveraging and making the most of? As well as, is there a void? Is there something missing? Is there something that's not on my menu that people might purchase from me if I had it available. And I'm speaking specifically here of services, not of products, our service menu. Assessing our retail offerings and making good decisions about retail, great conversation for another day. Right now, the focus is service. So, in conjunction with a price increase, it's a perfect opportunity to add or drop a service. And we'll talk a little more about why that's perfect in segment number three. But look at your menu 
And now is the time. You got to print menus anyways because you're printing new prices. Whether it's a board on the wall or flyers on the front counter or any other form of printed collateral, if you're changing the price, now is the time to make those other changes. And when we talk about making changes, point number two in segment number one is now, as, lead, as you lead up to and into a price increase, is really a great time to make small but visible investments in your business. Small but visible. You're going to be asking people for more money. People want to feel good about the places they spend their money and the people with whom they do business. One great way to do that is to demonstrate continued investment in the business. And here I'm talking about things like a fresh coat of paint on the walls, new light fixtures on the ceiling, um, reupholstering the chairs in the waiting room, a new magazine rack. I'm not suggesting you do all of these things. I'm suggesting every year do something, do one thing. You know, you can have uh, poster frames for displaying posters and be changing out those posters fairly regularly. That's an example of visible demonstration of investment in the business. I always like to tell the story. When I was growing up, there was a local hot dog stand, classic Chicago Vienna beef hot dog place in the suburb, in the neighborhood where we lived. And as a kid in high school, junior high and high school, even into college, we lived there. We were constantly going there, grab a burger, grab a dog, get a pop, have some fries. We'd go in there, wasn't mealtime, fries and a drink. You know what I'm talking about, the local hot dog hangout. It's a classic in Chicago. And I spent a lot of time there and I spent a lot of money there. And moved out of the area a bit and found myself back there two or three years after I had been a regular customer. I'd been a regular customer repeatedly for a while, then I was gone for a while, and then I was back in the neighborhood. And of course, hey, let's go to that place. I'm deliberately not using their name. And we went, and I walked in the door. And maybe it was my age, and maybe it was where I was in my life in terms of professional development. Maybe it was some of the education I got that in some ways was related to the subject, but I walked in the door after having been gone a while and what struck me immediately was it's exactly as I remember it. Now, nostalgia, that's a great thing. It's exactly as I remember it. But this was not exactly as I remember it in a good way. I looked around through fresh eyes and I immediately saw that the place was tired and it was worn and it was ragged on the edges and it needed that coat of paint. It needed that updated upholstery on some of the chairs or booths. It needed new pictures in the frames on the wall. It needed a lot of tender loving care. It needed more than that. What it needed was regular ongoing scheduled maintenance that just hadn't been happening. And the impression I was left with, or the impression that hit me, the moment I walked in the door was, wow, this business, this owner, hasn't put a nickel back into this business in years and years and years. It's been all take and no give back. Now, I gave him my money, he gave me a hot dog. You can call that a fair and honest transaction. And in exchange for hot dog money, you can ask the question, is it unrealistic for me to expect more than a hot dog? 
And I think as a consumer, the answer is yes. Is it unrealistic for your customer to expect more than a haircut? I think the answer is yes. I've spoken long and hard about how we don't really sell haircuts, we sell experiences. And part of that experience is the environment and the decor. So I use my hot dog joint story as an explanation of the powerful impact of small visible investments or the powerful message sent by the lack or the absence of small visible investments in your business. Price increase time is a perfect time for those investments. Let's take a quick break and we'll be right back. Any day is a great day to raise your haircut price, and today is a great day to get a copy of my Professional Haircutters Pricing Playbook. This is the book that is the workbook where you plug in the data and the specific statistics of your business, and you work through the formulas to help you make every one of your pricing decisions. The book is available online at Amazon. The book is available at ivanzoot.com. And another reason why it's a great opportunity to buy the book is July 1, the price of the book is going to go up. I have to do it. If I'm talking about raise your haircut prices day in the USA, I've got to raise, even symbolically, it won't be a lot, but the book's going to go up July 1. So go to ivanzoot.com. There's a link right here in the podcast description and order your copy of the Professional Haircutters Pricing Playbook today. Let's get back to the conversation. All right, welcome back to the conversation. We talked about adding and dropping services and we talked about making small investments. Now we're going to talk a little bit about a couple of implementation uh, and support tactics, a couple of things we need to do in conjunction with the actual price increase. And we'll rattle them off here and we'll explore them real quick. Number one, no apologies. When raising the haircut price, do not apologize. I'm sorry the price is going up. Don't even say it. Don't even think it. You're not sorry. A price increase is a raise for you. A price increase is a cause for celebration. A price increase is a good and positive thing, especially if you're not working so much with the calendar, but you're working on your statistics and you're basing your decisions off your business volume, your rate of occupancy, your repeat request rate, your rebook rate. Those are all the metrics upon which you measure your business. And if all of those are growing, that means you're doing everything right to build your business in the right way, you deserve a reward. Do not apologize for the reward you are entitled to. Number one, no apologies. Number two, no excuses. It's very easy and very convenient to blame somebody else for the price increase. I'm sorry, I have to raise my prices. The landlord raised my rent. Don't blame it on the landlord. I'm sorry, I have to raise my prices. The supply company has raised our costs on our supplies. Don't blame it on the supply guy. I'm sorry I have to raise our prices because rampant inflation is eating away at our our lifestyles and our profitability. Don't blame it on inflation. Don't blame it on anybody or anything. You're not sorry. Don't apologize. And don't make excuses for the price increase. The price is going up because the price is going up. Next on the list is no holdbacks. This is such an important conversation. No holdbacks. What that means is when the price goes up, it goes up for everyone. No one is to be held back at the old pricing. When the price goes up, everyone goes up. No exceptions. Everyone goes up. And there's reasons for this. The reasons for this are, number one, 
You can't keep it straight. You can't remember who was at the old price, who was at the new price. So you hold a few people back at the old price for reasons you tell yourself are legitimate because he's been a longtime client, because I've cut her since beauty school. We tell ourselves things and then we do things based on the stories we've told ourselves. Number one, you can't keep track. So when this customer comes in the next time, you don't remember, did I raise him or did I not? Well, I don't remember, so I'll charge him the old price. Well, then you raised him and now you go back to the old price and they wonder what the heck is going on. Or you don't remember, you think you raised him, but you don't remember, you charge him the new price and then they get upset because you told them you were holding them back because you can't keep it straight. And now all of the goodwill that you've worked hard to build with customers is undermined by the ill will associated with the feeling that everybody's playing, paying different prices. It's a free for all in here. There's no consistency. There's no uniformity. There's no policy. You're just making things up as you go. That's the strongest reason for no holdbacks. You can't keep it straight. The other good reason for no holdbacks is it creates bad feelings. And what I mean by that is this, you raise the prices for everyone, except you hold back those few people. Well, the next time those people come in, you cut them at the old price. Meanwhile, it's been three, four weeks since the price increase. Everyone is happily paying the new price, except the people you held back. And you resent them a little bit because they're paying less than everyone else. Well, the second time they come in after the price increase for their second haircut at the old price, now you're really seething. Now you've got bad feelings. And when you think about it, this was someone you liked and you cared for. This was someone for whom you wanted to do something good, but now you're looking at them with a bit of a side eye and you're feeling bad about them coming in for a haircut when in fact you were trying to do this to feel good. So the entire reason you held them back at the old price has now been undermined by the bad feelings that the old price creates. Simply don't do it. No one is held back at the old price. Now, one of the comments I frequently get when we talk about no holdbacks is the question, what about Bob? So we're going to talk about what about Bob? You know Bob. Bob is this mythical client, hypothetical client. He's a very real client for many of us. Bob is the client who's unemployed. Bob is the client who's a single dad with four children because his wife passed away from a terrible illness. Bob is the guy who can't afford the price increase. Well, you don't know if he can afford it or not, but you decided Bob can't afford it. And this is the kind of client you want to hold back at the old price. What about Bob? What do we do? I will tell you what to do. I will tell you what I suggest you do. Number one, Bob goes up. I suggest you raise Bob, but let's talk about how. I suggest you raise Bob in the following way. You want to be compassionate to his circumstances. He's unemployed, he's a single dad, his wife passed away, we get it. There are stories out there of people with very, very challenging situations and we wanna do what we can to help these people. So I'm gonna share with you a way to help Bob and still raise his price. And here's how it works. Bob, the price of my haircuts are going up and I know things are tough for you. Here's the wording, I'm giving it to you just the way you would talk to Bob. Bob, the price of my haircuts are going up. They were previously 20, they're going to 22. I know things are tough for you. You've been out of work for a while. I know you've got four kids you're raising on your own. I know Mary died of a horrible disease. And I understand it can be tough. So here's what I wanna do for you, Bob. The price is going up to 22, 
on your next haircut. The price increase is going into effect. But in order to wipe out the price increase, Bob, today your haircut is free. Over the course of the next year, that'll wipe out your price increase when the price of this haircut is spread out over the haircuts for the rest of the year as it's going up. Today's haircut is free. It's 22 next time. Now, here's where it's interesting because Bob's got some choices and Bob's going to do one of three things now. Bob is either going to say to you, no, 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 don't be silly. I will pay you today and I will pay you the new price next time. And Bob will find the money. You've offered, you've tried to be compassionate. Bob declined your offer. We move happily into the future. Everybody's thrilled. Option number two is Bob says, no, 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 that's not necessary. You don't need to give me a free haircut. And then he pauses and he says, but you know what? I really appreciate it. And Bob takes the free haircut. Now, at this point, he'll accept the free haircut from you. He'll probably tip you pretty well on that haircut, somewhat offsetting what you've just given away. And then Bob will make the decision on his own either to come back at the new price or to not come back again. But you've given Bob the opportunity to save face and you've done what you can to try to be thoughtful, compassionate, and accommodating. The third option is Bob says, no, 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 that's not necessary, but thank you. He takes the free haircut and he never comes back again. Well, you did what you had to do. You raised your price. He's welcome anytime he chooses to come back, whether he does or not. But you don't find yourself in the situation with a holdback. You don't find yourself in a situation where you're becoming resentful. And you find yourself in a situation in which you can feel good about the fact that you were prepared to do what you could to take care of and accommodate someone in need. What about Bob? It's simple. Take good care of Bob. I appreciate you being here and I hope you're loving and enjoying the podcast. And if you are, number one, I want to invite you to tune in every single week. But number two, I want to invite you to step up to the next level by joining my online $100,000 Haircutter Academy. The online academy is a great place where you can take advantage of monthly educational videos, monthly download documents, an online resource library, monthly Zoom meetings, monthly one-on-one business building sessions, text chat connectivity, and a host of other benefits to help you build and grow your business. There's a link in the podcast description this week to the Academy. Click the link, learn all about the Academy, reach out to me if you have questions, and sign up today and let's let this podcast mood, this podcast power continue on an ongoing basis. Love to have you there. There's a spot with your name on it. Claim it. Welcome into the third and final segment of the podcast. This one running a little bit longer, but it's a much bigger conversation. We talked about some things to be doing in advance of a price increase, uh, add and drop services, and make small investments. We talked about things to be doing in conjunction with implementation. No apologies, no excuses, no holdbacks. We talked about Bob. Now we want to talk about some things to do in conjunction with the raise. Here we go. Number one, do some charity, do some good. Use the opportunity in conjunction with a price increase to do something charitable for your community, to do something positive 
in the way of charity. And there's two reasons for this. Reason number one is charity is good. It makes you feel good. It does something good for someone else. You've been blessed. Share the blessings. However, that's not the reason I'm sharing the charity idea here. I think you know me well enough to know that. The other reason is simply it's a distraction. It takes away from the price increase conversation. It moves the conversation to a focus of something good and positive and new for your business. Here's an example. Your haircuts are $20. You're going to 25. In conjunction with your price increase, you announce that effective immediately, you're going to be donating $1 from every haircut to the local food bank. Pick your charities. Well, I love the idea of a house charity subject for another podcast at another time, but all of a sudden the conversation and the focus is about the charitable donation. Oh, you're giving money to the food bank. That's great. I feel good about that. And it, we gloss over and we completely miss, by the way, the price increase. All of a sudden we're putting the focus and the attention on something really wonderful. Other than running a chair, you know, doing something charitable, the other idea here is run a promotion. It's a great time to run a sales promotion of some kind. You know, July 1, if that's when you're going up, July 1, it's summertime, a beat the heat promotion, a refreshing sale on moisturizing conditioner, a summer sun promotion for highlighting. I mean, there's so many things we can run promotions on, but if we're all invested in talking about focusing on and selling the promotion, the price increase is a conversation that just slips under the carpet and no one notices. You'll remember add and drop services from segment one. And you'll remember small visible improvements in segment one. These are also forms of distraction. All the focus on a new service that you're adding to the menu, all the focus on the new carpet in the waiting room, all of a sudden we're not here to talk about the price increase. And that conversation just goes away. So charity or promotions, not only for the good things they do, but also for the positive distraction that they provide. The next thing I want to talk about is saving the difference. If you were 20 and you're going to 25, you're going up by five bucks. Previously, you were living on 20. Continue living on 20 and bank the increase. If this is a powerful way to substantially increase your savings. Now I understand in some economic circumstances, you may be going up five because the business needs the five. You need the five to survive. I totally get it. Can you get by with less than all the five? Could a dollar from every haircut, just like a charitable donation, could a dollar from every haircut go to savings to bank or save all or a portion of the increase allows a price increase to become a very, very powerful exponentially growing savings tool. Save the difference, save the increase, bank the increase in conjunction with a price increase. If you can do it, it can have a huge impact on your long-term financial health and savings. And while we're at it on the same subject is what I call skimming your tips. If you receive gratuities in conjunction with the service you provide, and if you were previously doing haircuts for $20, and if you were getting a 20% tip, that's a $4 tip on a $20 haircut. But when the price goes to 25, a 20% tip is now $5. The haircut went from 20 to 25 and proportionally the tip went from four to five. And if in fact you're experiencing that kind of increased mathematic dynamic, stash the difference in the tips. The tip went from four to five, consider it a $4 gratuity 
and save the extra on the tip. If you can't save all of the increase on the price increase, save just the increase on the gratuities. These can have a powerful, powerful impact on your bottom line. And isn't that what we're here to do in the first place? This is the $100,000 Haircutter Podcast. I am Ivan Zoot. My goal, my mission, my vision is to help you build and grow your business. That's why we have these conversations. Number one, I want to thank you so much for joining here me here for this. Number two, I want to invite you to reach out and connect with me to continue this conversation. And number three, I look forward to seeing you here again on the next episode. Thanks for listening. Have a great day.